0: In Nicomachean Ethics Book 5, Aristotle discusses three sorts of what he calls particular justice. So this is different from justice as complete virtue, or justice as legality, or law-abidingness. And how do we understand justice as particular? Well, he says that justice embodies a certain kind of fairness or a certain kind of equality, and the Greek word is To *ison* means the equal, and it can mean equal in the very strict sense of five is equal to two plus three, you know, total equality, but it also has a broader sense in which it means something like that which is actually appropriate, that which is deserved, that which is proportionate, as Aristotle is going to talk about it. Now that's a use that Aristotle himself is emphasizing more strongly, I think, than other people before him. One of the very important ways in which we can talk about things being fair or being equal or being appropriate is in terms of what we would call distribution or allotment or assignment. And if we're talking about justice in these, these sorts of things, what do we have in mind? We have in mind certain good things and certain bad things. This can be as simple as ladling out the food at the table or dividing up a candy bar among several children. It can be about people getting to take their turn on the playground, having a similar amount of time given to them for tutoring. It could be about a lot of things. For students, it might be about grades. Are grades distributed in a fair way or are they distributed in an unequal, and unfair way? A arbitrary manner? These are questions that we can ask when it comes to these sorts of goods. And what are other good or bad things that we can distribute? Aristotle, who's much more focused on the, the adult world and the adult world of the Greeks, talks, for example, about distributing honors. And honors are where we are saying somebody is above other people they excel in a certain way where we accord them a certain kind of prestige or a certain celebrity in contemporary terms where we give them a trophy a medal a gold star and it could be that there are cases where it's appropriate that everybody gets a gold star for showing up the olympics for example is not one of those you know, With the Olympics, you have first place gets the gold medal, and second place gets the silver medal, and third place gets the bronze medal, and what does fourth place get? Nothing. What does fifth place get? The same nothing. What does last place get? The same nothing. So, you know, not everybody gets something based on showing up, on participating. Maybe they're all given room and board the same. That's equal. But they're not given the same honors as everybody else is. What else? Wealth. Wealth is is a big one. This can encompass income. This can encompass property. This can encompass basic things like food at the table, the kind of property, the kind of housing that one has. Chalkboards could be a type of wealth. Cameras could be a type of well clothing we can think in all these sorts of terms position this is one that Aristotle doesn't talk about per se here but he does talk about quite a bit in the politics How do we assign offices? How do we decide who's going to qualify for civil service? Who is going to be given positions of authority? Who's going to be demoted? Who's going to be promoted? Who gets the chance to distribute the office supplies? You know, whether one gets to distribute things might be itself an office that is part of a distribution. So these are all important things. And then we can think about, Aristotle doesn't talk about this, but this is a very modern obsession Opportunity. Is everybody being given fair opportunities to say get a job, to go to college, to find somebody who they can fall in love with? Or are they being deprived of opportunities? Are their opportunities being lessened? Do we need to to readjust who has opportunities and who doesn't have opportunities? Again, you know, there could be a lot of cases where we say, well, it should be totally equal across the board. And there may be some cases where we say, no, some people merit something more and some people merit something less. So we have a lot of different goods that we can think of. We can also think of a lot of different bad things as well. What would be examples of bad things that we might have to think about in terms of of distribution? We could think, for example, about taxes. Taxes are when you take away wealth, generally telling people you have to give something of this. And are taxes distributed equally? Are they distributed fairly? These are the sorts of questions that we want to ask when we're thinking about justice as sort of a structure. What about exposure to pollution, exposure to infectious diseases, access to health care? All of these sorts of things could fit into what Aristotle is calling distributed justice. Any one of them can be the object of it. So when we think of equality, Aristotle wants to stress to us that we should think of equality as a kind of middle position, not too much, not too little, just as with any of the virtues that he's been talking about. So if, for example, the right amount of money for me as a professor of philosophy, which this is very hard to figure out, let's say the right amount is $50,000 a year or $100,000 a year. If that's the case for me, then for somebody else who has the same relevant qualifications and training, they should get the same amount. Or perhaps we make it vary on time and service. The longer that you're in, you, you get raises. Or perhaps we make it depend on what sort of you know additional work you've done, what service work, what sort of publishing, and maybe even you know what video courses you've put together. There's a lot of different ways in which we could think about this. But one way that we think about it is that look, there's a middle position and And if there's too much, then that's unjust, or if there's too little, then that's unjust. And the basic assumption governing all of this is that we're talking about goods that can be shared, can be transferred, can be pushed from one person to another, or one area to another, but they're finite, they're limited. Because otherwise we could just give everybody totally everything as far as wealth. Well, no, wealth is something... That it's vast, but it is limited. And if I have your income, not just an income like yours, but your income, that means you don't have it. So these are very important things to keep in mind. Aristotle says that people often go wrong by thinking that justice is simply strict equality. Equality is appropriate in some circumstances. Like I said, there may be some classroom exercises where everybody should get a gold star for handing it in. But there are other criteria other than just showing up or participation or willingness, and we use those to determine how we ought to distribute these goods and these bands. So the big question we always have to ask is, what is the criteria? Aristotle tends to think that most people not only err by doing too much, too little, not appropriating things, not distributing them entirely the way they ought to, but also in picking the wrong criteria or in focusing on the wrong criteria or giving the wrong criteria too much weight. So, for example, let's take a classic example that we use in moral theory. Should the doctor in a doctor's office be paid exactly the same amount as the nurse who puts in just as many hours as the doctor? And should both of them be paid the same amount as the secretary who handles bookings and calls and the custodial staff who comes in at night and cleans the place up? Now, you could say, well, the doctor makes way too much in comparison to these people. But we're not asking about the exact proportion at this point. We're just asking the basic question, should it be totally equal across the board? And most of us would be willing to say, so would Aristotle, no, in fact, the doctor should get more income, perhaps not as, you know, some astronomical sum, the way that it sometimes works out, but should get more income than the other people, and a nurse who has some training and does fulfill a vital role should get more than the secretary, who does also perform a vital role, but it doesn't require as much training to be a secretary. There's a certain proportion between them, and figuring out exactly what that proportion is, that's where we have to get into more concrete determinations and so we're not going to try to do that here we're not going to say well doctors should earn precisely four times as much as nurses but there is some recognition there that some people should get more and other people should get less We can think about the same thing with CEO pay. It's very clear that CEOs are paid astronomical sums when we start counting in benefits, and not only in terms of mere wealth, but also the opportunities that they're given, the amount of power that they're given, the amount of prestige that they're given, and their lack of exposure to, ironically, because they're supposed to be the great entrepreneurs, their lack of exposure to harm in comparison to, to many of the employees. And Aristotle would probably look at our CEO pay here in America and say they're earning way too much. They should be earning more, quite a bit more, than the average worker, but probably not 300, 400, 500 times as much. So it's important to know what is the criteria by which we are apportioning good or bad things. If we pick the wrong criteria, and what is our temptation? Our temptation is to pick the criteria that we feel is the best, oftentimes in a self-serving way. So Aristotle says people in a democracy, those who are for the democracy, often want to say, well, we should all get an equal share. And those who see some sort of merit-based thing, whether it's a sort of, let's call it a silly merit-based thing based on wealth or good birth in an oligarchy, or a very commonsensical merit-based thing like merit in an aristocracy. A real aristocracy means the people who are the best actually have virtues, they have excellences beyond those of other people. Maybe they should get something else. And Aristotle says all three of them tend to go wrong. The Democrats tend to think, well, you know, being free birth or equality or being a citizen means we all get the same thing. The rich, of course, think, well, because I'm rich, I'm entitled to more. And even the virtuous, he says, can go too far in asserting the claims of virtue, although they're much less likely to do so, in part because they are virtuous. One great example of this where Aristotle would say both sides are are kind of getting it right and both sides are kind of getting it wrong would be voter ID laws. If you think about what is a voter ID law about, it's really about an opportunity, the opportunity to perform a very, very tiny, tiny role within the functioning of a nation state democracy. At a local level, of course, your vote has more weight than in a national election. Now, requiring of people that they actually be able to show a photo ID in states where most people have driver's licenses, and if you want to get a photo ID, it's pretty, pretty easy to do so, does not seem like a particularly onerous thing to demand of people. But it is a criterion. It's a criterion for who gets to vote you're distributing the right to vote in a certain sense based on whether you satisfy certain criteria. There's other criteria as well. You actually have to be alive. Sometimes dead people vote. You actually have to live in that area where you're voting. But, you know, let's say all those other things are satisfied. Very clearly, the legislation that gets proposed about voter ID laws has multiple reasons behind it. One of the reasons is to cut down on fraud. One of the reasons is also to stick it to some other part of the constituency. And I would say that holds for both sides, both the Republicans and the Democrats are essentially trying to further their own interest and and consolidate their own power by engaging in these laws, by, you know, either for or against. Aristotle would, you know, probably take a look at this and he would probably come down on the side of the, yeah, it makes good sense to say if you can't do the work to get yourself an ID, you probably shouldn't be voting anyway. But that's Aristotle. But it's a good example of this sort of thing. We could also look at the distribution of welfare benefits in a state. We could look at the distribution of food networks. We could look at how it works with education. All of those can be a matter of distributive justice for Aristotle. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible.